Hot con, hot con, hot con. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, and holly jolly holiday season to you. This is Hot Cont, and I am your your host and your friend, Haley Hoff. Thank you so much for tuning in, y'all. It's been a wild couple of weeks. I feel like it's actually been forever since I recorded an episode, which I know isn't true, but it feels that way. I'm trying to think about where we left off last time two weeks ago, and I... I can't even remember because now I'm checked out. I'm in the holiday season. I'm in the bookend of the year, which is, you know, once Thanksgiving comes, it's like everything is a a whirlwind to the end of the year. And I'm just cruising in the whirlwind right now. And it feels good. Um, today, as I record this, it is after the Thanksgiving holiday. I have just returned from a weekend back home. I went home and visited Reno with Michaela and we went and spent time with our families. And we're lucky enough to see quite a few friends while we were there, but um, it was a whirlwind of a weekend. I'm gonna keep using that word because that's what I feel like we're in, you know? A long drive home to spend three days back to back with our respective families and then we were back in the car and came back home and now it's right back to the grind just finished a day of work I've still got to unpack my stuff but I feel good I feel happy and I feel five pounds heavier and I'm thankful for those five pounds so this episode is going to be kind of interesting because I did something different and I wanted to do something kind of you know funny and new because I was on the road and I didn't plan too far ahead and so I was like I guess I need to record something while I'm on vacation so let me figure out what I can do with my headphones and my my big brain full of ideas (laughs) and the people at my disposal so I I suckered my family into participating in a big round of questions um, for the podcast and it was very silly very fun and it was done after we all had just stuffed our faces and had much wine so keep that in mind when we get to that section of the podcast it's going to be fun and silly and that's what this whole podcast is about so strap in for for that but um, before we get into that I just thought I would do a little update on on a couple things and um, yeah, just kind of sit here and chat. You know, the holiday brings up a lot of interesting stuff for everybody and, you know, the actual holiday, the roots of the holiday of Thanksgiving, I don't subscribe to. It's, it doesn't feel good to know that the holiday is rooted in colonialism and wiping out people um, for, for, pilgrims and white people to come in and just like celebrate that and the fact that we still celebrate that without a lot of discussion around it as a larger people as a nation is kind of a bummer but I do really like the concept of getting together with family and friends and feeling grateful and taking time to actually practice that so I'm still a fan of the holiday I just think we need to we need a rebrand we need a a moral regrouping around what it all is, but let's keep doing it. Let's just refresh it, you know, because 
it's nice when November comes around to have something to look forward to and feel like joyous, you know, <laughs> any opportunity to get together and eat, drink, celebrate, um, be grateful is a wonderful feeling. So I'm glad that I got to do that and go home and spend some quality time with friends and loved ones and family and it's especially nice to do that after we've been away for a while. So that was a special treat. Also just refreshing to be back in the mountains to see the winter weather. It was actually a really beautiful weekend in Reno. We didn't get too much weather, which I'm actually grateful for because it was just cold enough to feel different than LA, but not freezing. So that was nice. And we just got spoiled with really beautiful skies and sunsets each night. I even saw the sunrise one morning and that was wild. I haven't seen a sunrise in a while. So that felt good. And yeah, just lots of nice mountain fresh air. It does something for the soul. And also I had a lot of showers there because the water in Reno is that beautiful, gorgeous Tahoe tap baby. And it is different than this crazy water we have down here in Southern California, which I'm not even sure what's in it, but it's, you feel the chemicals, I'll tell you what, both in your hair and when you drink it. So when you shower, your hair just like comes out feeling like um, it's been stripped of seven layers of nutrients and, and whatever we have in our hair. And, <laughs> and it comes out feeling like um, it's been straightened 45 times and it's just frazzled and yuck so that's a that's a cool thing about living in LA that they don't tell you about hard water <laughs> really hard chemically metallic-y water so anyways I feel great after having a lot of hot showers with um you know that clean Tahoe tap baby refreshing I feel like a newborn baby sprung out I've been saved by the Reno water and the mountainy air, and now I'm back in the palm trees. I'm back in the, you know, the moderate climate next to the ocean, and it feels good to be back. I won't lie. I like it all. I'm a mountain girl, and I'm a coastal girl. I'm a city girl, and I'm a small town girl. What else? I don't know. A mountain girl and a valley girl. <laughs> a girl's girl and a boy's girl. A down girl and a chill girl. And a hype girl and a psych girl. I don't know. I... I like to play the fields. Um, whoa. Since we finished last episode, uh, Bachelor in Paradise came to a wrap-up. It feels like that was an eternity ago. I don't know if I really feel like I want to spend time on it, but let's just say what an ending. That was wild. Um, I was one of the people that had been spoiled of the news of Victoria Fuller and Greg Grippo months ago, so I'm glad to finally talk about it. This whole time I've been recording this podcast and discussing Bachelor in Paradise, I've been unsure if that was something I wanted to spoil for everybody. And I think I probably made the right choice by not spoiling it. But man, it was hard to keep that, that in for so long. So I'm glad that's out. That was interesting to just kind of watch how that whole thing went down. Tyler and Johnny are pissed off and they're going to do some crazy stuff. Like they're ready to take down Bachelor, the franchise. And I'm kind of here for it, here for the energy. Like, let's go, boys. Let's take them down. Um, happy for Brandon and Serene. Brandine, of course. Um, they're America's little sweethearts, and I love them and happy for them. And 
that's about all I'll say about Bachelor in Paradise. I don't really have much else going on there. So I'm going to say what I'm hot for and what I'm not for. And then I'm going to get into the, the really silly interviews with my family and friends. So here it goes. Here goes nothing. I, right now, I am hot for stuffing, gravy, wine. Stuffing, gravy, wine. Those are my three favorite things. And Thanksgiving and the holiday season through Christmas, it's all about stuffing, gravy, and wine. And I... Oof, she has delivered. I have just thrown myself into it. I haven't been eating things such as bread (laughs) very often. I've been gluten-free and trying to be pretty carb-free to be on this anti-inflammatory diet to help my stuff I'm going through. I don't need to give you the whole background, but it felt fun to be gluttonous and just eat a lot of stuffing and and gravy and boy I don't feel great today like in the inflammatory thing I feel it my arms and my joints where I feel inflamed are activated but it was worth it I will say proudly that I will always choose stuffing and gravy over a little bit of inflammatory pain when it comes to the holidays so yeah definitely into that I had a couple different types of it this weekend and they all slapped I we got to bring some home and it is still slapping. I had some for lunch today. I probably won't be able to use my arms by tomorrow, but I'm living in the joy of it for now. What I'm not for this week, I am not for social anxiety. Ah, I had some of that going home and going out. And it's something I um, have never really experienced until this last year. And social anxiety and whatever specific anxiety I'm feeling about being in Reno and going out in Reno has been very weird for me to navigate and very uncomfortable. And I was pushed up against that feeling intensely this week, going home and kind of like putting myself out there. And I don't know if I really need to like divulge the details of what that feeling is, but I just want to say that I'm not into it. I'm not into social anxiety. I'm so glad that I've never really dealt with it before in my life. And I feel for everyone who has and anxiety in general, I have dealt a lot with and I hate it and I continue to work on it, but I am just sad for all of us that deal with anxiety. And I hope that we all can conquer it going forward and accept it and love it and move on because yeah, no more social anxiety for us. Okay, with that being said, we're going to have a quick little break, and then you are going to meet my family and friends, and I, it's a wild ride, so buckle up and enjoy it. Like I said, this conversation took place after a very, very large meal, some beverages, some wine, some hot toddies, and, um, you know, what else? What else did we have? A lot of family energy. So enjoy it. Thank you so much for being open to me playing around on this podcast. I hope you enjoy and I will come back in at the end to wrap it up. Okay. Bye-bye. Okay, go. Hi, I am Diane Hoff and I am Haley's mom. Okay, so we're going to ask you, what are you hot for in the culture right now? Well, I love the HBO series. I love... um, 
Which one? Stacks. Hacks. 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 Stacks. Stacks. Stacks the hacks. <laughs> Haley introduced me to that show mm-hmm. and uh, I identify a lot with the lead character. Jean Smart. Jean Smart. And I love her um, outfits and yes. her, I could relate a lot to her. And I have to say, I, I watched one and then another one and another. And got quite a, I binged it, definitely. And I enjoyed that a lot. Um, oh, good. I'm glad you like it. And, uh, yeah, kind of like the series. I don't have to wait a whole week or another yeah. week. I can just watch them back to back. I that's think that's fun. Answer. I love that show. What do you think about Ava, the other girl? Initially, it took a little bit of time for me to warm up to her and her yeah. character and her personality. But I, I really felt as an older person after a while, it was kind of fun to start identifying with her a little bit and seeing, yeah. seeing the world through her eyes. That's cool. So I, I enjoyed that. And I thought that was a kind of a nice way to introduce yeah. myself to how somebody else sees things. I think that's what that show's like all about is like millennials and boomers find, exactly. finding each other finding in the center somewhere. Yes, yes, because at the beginning of the series, they're very separate. Uh, yeah, yeah, they're not getting along, and then at the end, they really are, and it's great. Yeah, and I thought that was a kind of interesting that maybe that's how I could relate to my students or yeah. my, my own kids or yeah. see them differently and love that. Like their viewpoint. I love that. Did you like the episode with the lesbian cruise? <laughs> Because that really made that me was, That was a little insane. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, so what are you really not into in the culture right oh, now? Oh, you know me. I do not like all this political rhetoric. And okay. uh, every time I turn on the TV and I just want to enjoy my cup of coffee and enjoy something, and then I hear somebody and their viewpoints on politics and screaming their viewpoint and I'm insisting on their viewpoint, and I just... You're over it. I'm over that. I don't like... I I know it's very important for culture and but uh, I don't think I don't like it when if somebody comes on and talks about somebody else's viewpoint and they don't even know they're discussing like a different political person they say what do you think about Mm. so and so just just ask the original person what they think don't don't talk about don't talk about what somebody else thinks that's what I don't like that's and and it's enough it's like, I don't need that in my living room yeah. over and over. And even shows like The View or something, which we put on every single day yeah. and we enjoy listening after a while. It's just like five people screaming at each other. Yeah, it gets very divisive. Exactly. It's like, okay, enough is enough. Yeah, politics are tricky. Mm-hmm. Who, who is your favorite person on The View? Well, I like Joy Behar. Yeah. And the, is it Kathy the Blonde Girl? I'm trying to think of her name. To be honest, I haven't watched in years that much and that's silly that I don't but that's just me having a bad memory Megan McCain no okay. no no okay, Megan's good. oh no Megan's Megan's off and a... gone <laughs> but uh, good. okay great those are good answers thank you yes for... I don't mind people having opinion and I am interested I just don't like it kind of forced on me politics have really taken the main stage lately that's right it's too much yeah step down <laughs> Maybe turn the news off in the living room. Tell dad to turn the news off. That might be, yeah. Maybe dad needs to turn the news off. Okay, thank you so much for playing. You're welcome. Okay, you said you had one more thing you were hot for. What was it? Shangela. (laughs) And why are you hot for Shangela? Oh, she was so positive. The energy was dynamic. The way she approached the Dancing with the Stars show. I'm a dance teacher, so I appreciated how she gave it her full. Yeah energy what a great representation for her community and uh, excelling and being so positive yeah just loved it i think she should be a new adjective for the word 
Go for it. Shangela. Yeah. <laughs> Shangela. Yeah, okay, I like that. Yeah. Make it a verb. Absolutely. I'm going to go Shangela tonight. I'm going to go I'm going to go full out. I'm going to not I'm not going to hold back. I'm going to go. Yeah, she's oh, amazing. I'm going to go Shangela. <laughs> I love that. Thank you for adding that. I love All right. That. We love Shangela in this house. Yes. We Stangela, Shangela. <laughs> okay, introduce yourself and your relation to me. Hey, it's Greg, and I'm <laughs> I'm the father of the uh, interviewer. Gorgeous. Okay, what are you absolutely hot for in the culture right now? Hot for? Wow, that's a hard one. Uh, well, there's a lot of a lot of interesting things going on these days. Um, certainly, uh, technology is is prevalent in almost all aspects of of life and uh, it's good things and bad things so i guess you could say it's something i'm hot for uh, a way that you can easily get information and uh, mm-hmm. the way you can dispel information so quickly so yeah any I, specific technology you're buzzing about uh well you know uh i'm just thinking even with youtube if you've got a question on something it's mm. it's amazing how quickly you can get it get yes. some information Yes. So uh, yeah, it's it's amazing. Obviously, it's it's something you have to to look at for each each uh, each piece you're looking into. You have to realize that it's not necessarily all the best information, but it does give you quite a quite a bit to choose from. So yeah, sure. What would you say your most recent YouTube search was? Oh, my most recent one. Well, it probably had to do with plumbing, since I'm putting in a, a bathroom and. Uh, was looking for some more information before I delved in. So, yeah, it's very helpful in that regard. Good, so. good, good. Okay, what are you absolutely not for in the culture of 2022 and beyond? Well, uh, well, it's hard to say. Uh, obviously, we've just gone through an election, and uh, the technology comes into that as well because people are reaching out to you, uh, sending you texts and, and uh, trying to encourage you to get involved with sending them either a donation or, or getting out to vote, which mm-hmm. I can appreciate trying to get the vote out, but it does permeate your private life to a point that you just turn to the point where you just don't even want to hear it anymore. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that was a turnoff. Yes, we need some boundaries when it comes to voting and texting and emailing. Yeah, yeah you easily can turn off somebody who might have been on your side by, by hitting them over the head with mm. continual emails. Well, just while we're on the topic of um, technology, do you like podcasts? I do. I, uh, I, I think it's an amazing way to get information out there. In the past, it would have been something where someone would have had to have gone through some institution or something to get to the point where they could have uh, the notoriety that people would actually pay attention to anything they had to say on, on either television or radio or, you know, what the old the old methods of getting the information out there. And nowadays, of course, it's much easier. Uh, of course, with that comes uh, the fact that you've got all these people who don't necessarily have, um, you know, the uh, credentials, shall we say. Sure. Not that you have to have credentials to be <laughs> meaningful, but I'm just saying there's a, there's a lot of people out there who really can say just about anything and there's there's no repercussions. So you have to you have to be aware of that when you're when you're tapping into all this amazing information one might say that i am a podcaster with no credentials what do you think about that yeah no I'm, it's exactly <laughs> what i'm saying it's it's uh no but i it's obviously it's there's good. entertainment mm-hmm. and there's you know if, if i was looking for information on let's say birth control 
you know, you I might not, I might not think of you for the first, <laughs> you know, I, but I would probably seek out somebody who does have some actual credentials. But as far sure. as something like this, I think uh, it works out great. It's amazing how it broadens broadens our society. I think uh, it gives a lot of people a voice that normally wouldn't be heard. So I think it's a great thing. I'm just going to keep asking you questions. Um, if you had a podcast, what would it be about? Well, I would probably be asking people what their hot thing is. Or what <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you've already done that. So, no, I think uh, it's tough. I have interest in, in different things, and uh, I might try to key on on that. You know, I like, I'm highly into uh, photography and uh, art, artsy things. I think it's kind of fun to to throw some light on those things since there's so much other stuff going on in this world that isn't as fun and interesting. Yeah. So, yeah. Great. Thank you so much for being on my podcast, Dad. What a pleasure. <laughs> okay. Please, Alyssa, introduce yourself to the podcast. Hello, I'm Alyssa. And okay. What's your relation to me? Um, well, we are friends. Mm, friends first. First. <laughs> <laughs> and also, I guess I'm dating Enemies Dylan. <laughs> This should be an interesting interview. <laughs> okay, so she is dating my brother, and good for her. Good luck. Okay, so Alyssa, what are you absolutely hot for in the culture? Okay, so I actually couldn't narrow it down to one. Okay. But then, so I thought of two, but, but they overlap. Okay. So a big one that I'm hot for is the fact that therapy is yes. trending. Yes, we are hot for therapy. Hot for therapy. Yes. And obviously I'm biased. Yes. Being a therapist. Yes. But it's so hot for everybody else, too, mm. that there's this huge discussion about mental health. The mm-hmm. stigma is mm-hmm. gone for mm-hmm. so many people. Mm-hmm. And I have so many teenagers I work with mm-hmm. where they brag to their friends about going to see their therapist, yes. which feels great. Yes. And it actually is super cute because you see that they're nervous and then they loosen up. And they tell you everything. And they'll talk Mm -hmm. about things like drugs and sex and insecurities. And they feel pretty comfortable. And then they go and, like, text their friends about it. And then, like, tell their friends about their therapist. And then everybody gets into it. And then they all, like, have these therapy memes where everybody can just joke with each other. Um, So it's like a lightness around mental health. Yes, which we need as a society. Which we need. And I think it encourages us to... Like bond, I think, oh, okay. to talk about it with it's all we talk about. It's all we talk about all the time. <laughs> you guys are really joining in on our three-hour conversations. About me decoding why I'm obsessed with selling sunset and what that means about me and my past trauma. <laughs> and Haley's a full-blown cult leader because then she like anything she talks about. I'm like, yes, okay, I'll try it. And then I try and it. You get addicted. I get addicted. Oh, good for me. Good um, for us. Good for us. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, I love that. I want to throw in my second one. Yeah, yeah, please. Loop but it first, I want to hear your opinions on my. I love that. Well, I think it's take. cool because therapy is trending. Mm-hmm. I, as you saw earlier, when I was scrolling through my Instagram saved posts, ninety percent <laughs> of them it's either shoes, dog photos, salad. or therapy means and salad <laughs> salad recipes. <laughs> And Crocs with heels. (laughs) And Crocs with heels. Lots of therapy posts, though. It's so helpful and it's so trendy. And it's fun to be able to talk about it publicly and people be open to talking about it because 
God, I need to talk about it. And it's nice that younger kids and even just our generation and beyond are proud of going to therapy. Yeah. And breaking generational patterns. And what's really cool is the younger you are going into therapy, and a lot of them are just so insightful and they, they yeah. can see a lot of things that I think older generations just God. couldn't see. Yeah. Um, they break these patterns a lot easier and quicker. And mm. so I'm noticing a lot of teenagers can look at patterns of their family and say, wait, that's not right. Mm. Or I don't have to do that. And that's something that like, I don't think we got that until we were 30. Realizing what that would I be like that. if I was like talking about my feelings at 16? I know if I had a therapist at 16, I would have been a way different human. So yeah, that's so cool. And it's so cool that you get firsthand experience, both practicing it, but also seeing how kids are changed, like reacting mm-hmm. to it, which I'm sure is different. Like a lot of kids my age that went to therapy for like a trauma that they went through as a kid were so ashamed of it. Didn't tell anybody that they so were ashamed. And then yeah. you realize everyone's in the same place and there's no yeah. shame because everyone right. has it. Right. Um, and then some of my favorites currently are middle-aged white men. Sometimes they come into therapy and they're actually mm. open. And it's, mm. it's wonderful to see because cool. that's not the stereotype of what you'd expect in therapy. And Totally. Some totally. of them are. So that leads into my next hot. <laughs> I've been really into these documentaries Ooh. about Victoria's Secret, yes. Hugh Hefner. Yes. And just exposing all the misogyny. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I'm hot mm-hmm. for that because... <laughs> I love the enunciation. Hot. <laughs> it's so hot to me <laughs> to call out the misogynists yes. of the world. And so, I mean, of course, it's it's devastating. It's heartbreaking. Yeah. And you see the history and that people are still carrying the pain. I'm not hot for that part. Yeah. But I'm very hot for the fact that uh, it's a conversation now that yeah. women can come out and be believed. Yeah. And I love the filmmakers are creating that angle. Right. Where they're saying, okay, here's a place where right. people are going to hear you and be affected. And I love that. I mean, even five years ago or ten years ago, an, a documentary about like Victoria's Secret and exposing the nastiness behind it would not exist. No, it would never exist. And if it did, it probably would just be swept away. It wouldn't right. be a big thing. It wouldn't be a highlight of Hulu. Right. Um, right. And so it is. These are highlights now. Mm-hmm. And I think that's mm-hmm. really wonderful. And it sparks this conversation mm-hmm. that just... People would be gaslit before or right. minimized or told that, you know, they're being dramatic. And right. and I love in these documentaries, they kind of show the other side of people trying to still mm. defend it. Mm. And then ultimately watch it and you're like, no, you you don't get it. And then everybody yeah. else can That's a good point. show yeah. the truth. So I'm very hot for that, too. And like I said, when I first got here visiting, you got to watch Stutz. I have to. You've got to watch Stutz. It's not a juicy, like, breaking... It's not a documentary like unfolding like dark shit, but it's a beautiful story about therapy and like how impactful it's been on someone that a lot of people in America love. And it's like the most beautiful film I've watched in years. And I'm like, amazing that the most beautiful movie I've watched is two men, two men sitting in a chair having a therapy session. That's all it is. And that's like yeah. the most moving shit I've seen in a long time. So watch that. Okay, I will watch it. And again, my cult leader, I will follow <laughs> through. I tell you all about it, which I love it. But oh. also, like, I think that's why I love what I do. Because I, I like to believe that's, like, yeah. every day I have these moments from, like, mm-hmm. this is so human. And yeah. I love that. So yeah. I, I'm trying to love that. And then I'll do a part two on here. And I'll just give yeah. all of my opinions on it. And we can do a full episode. Just Oh, that's a good idea. Let's do that. We should do a whole documentary <laughs> about, like, mental health breakdown of all of them. Whoa, I would whoa, whoa. love that. Okay, now, 
What are you not for? Tell me. What's got you pissed? I know this goes into a way deeper conversation that we don't need Let's to go, go. There's already a We've got a stand <laughs> now. We're good. We can talk all day. <laughs> okay, I am not for this algorithm. Oh. And for I know there are so many documentaries on it, so I won't dive into that. But mm. personally, this is hurting my bank account. It's freaking me out. Because mm, you're shopping. I am shopping. And it's like so personalized. And I really, it's a bizarre feeling to be more known by my phone yes. than anybody else in my world. <laughs> Could you say that? It's so terrifying. And it's like the whole idea of the FBI watching. <laughs> like really the tapped in nature of our phones is so freaky. We already are microchipped, essentially. I know. That was what was funny about, you know, people's complaining about getting microchipped. I'm like, yeah, we're already there. Yeah, like what's in your hand right now? So it is like, but at the same time, I'm not putting my phone down. So I know. I can only like hate it so much. And also I've gotten some cool things from Instagram ads. Mm -hmm. But it is kind of a bizarre experience of, okay, and I know, and you can like tell me all day long why it happens, how it happens, but it doesn't matter. It's still like this invasive thing. Totally. This weird intimacy from an algorithm of saying, I know you, now let me sell to you. Yeah. Um, So that would be my not. That's just... Suck Mark Zuckerberg is what I have to say about that. Yeah, fuck that guy. (laughs) Um, What's the documentary that was like groundbreaking about that a couple years ago that spooked me On Netflix. That's what I'm thinking of and I I can't remember what it And it shows all the little guys like in the like data lab that's like they're like doing the algorithm yeah and that. it, like that's how i'm picturing it me too it's just so that invasive yeah. like being watched and then i love how you know the people who worked for google and everything they're like i wouldn't let my kids right on here i'm like yeah oh, the cool. people that built the algorithm are like i wouldn't have a phone to save my life this is bad <laughs> <laughs> all right well let me yeah. get on my phone and yeah. text someone about this okay we can, I, we have to circle back to do a like debrief on this because there's another documentary it's also about mental health and QAnon. Oh. That's all about the algorithm and how the algorithm is what caused QAnon. Have you seen that? No. And there's a podcast about that that's mind-blowingly okay. good. We're so circling we're, back. <laughs> yeah, another cult leader thing I'm going to tell you. I might need to put like notes in this whole episode because I can't remember any of their names right now, but they're so good. Okay. okay. Please do. Well, and then... <laughs> what's your next question? <laughs> <laughs> God, okay, you are well. hot for this conversation. <laughs> I, I really am. <laughs> um, I don't know what I was going to say. I was just so excited. Okay, well, anything else you want to add? Any last famous last words? <laughs> nah, <laughs> I think that was about all I can say about that. Amazing. Thank you. Yeah. Thank, thank you, you, Alyssa, for Thanks being on for the pod. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> okay, please introduce yourself to the podcast. Hello, podcast. I'm Michaela. I'm Haley's girlfriend, lover, partner, best friend. Keep going. Roommate, co-parent, maid. <laughs> okay, stop there. <laughs> this feels risky. Okay, what, Michaela Miles? Are you absolutely hot and bothered, top to bottom, sweaty, ready, wetty for the in the in the culture? Okay, I've chosen to go with the classic, my gut. I have always been and will always be hot for houses. (laughs) 
Okay, but listen, hear me out. Like the inside of people's homes, whether it's the architecture mm-hmm. or the design, and I'm really hot that I now get to be like a voyeur into people's homes because of social media. Mm-hmm. You were just earlier today talking about the, what's it called? The Instagram? Um, cheap old houses. Yes, that you love. You, yeah. Every week she shows me a new house that she wants to move to. Under 100K. But it's in like <laughs> butt flip Ohio. <laughs> They're gorgeous. Like old no civilization around for <laughs> hundreds of miles. I've got a plan. The world doesn't need to know it yet. You're hot for houses. When did you first know you were hot for houses? I was born with this knowledge, Haley. Mm. When you grew up in suburbia, you were like, I am so hot for houses. I know it's all a joke, but I actually do have memories when I was a latchkey kid of sketching out architectural builds of houses wow that's cute yeah what kind of houses were you architecting you know well at that phase in my life really crazy ones like when you would go to like your rich friend's house and they had like crazy cool special things like trampolines in the bedroom yeah so i was into the floor i was planning for some wild stuff it looks a lot different now what's your what what kind of house makes you the hottest A house in the countryside that's still close to the city that has lots of green acreage that you can garden on and is by a river (laughs) and has wood and lots of windows and really sexy low-to-the-ground couches. Yes, and nice lighting. And plants, obviously. Okay, that's where we're going to live. We're manifesting. Yeah. Soon. Already. Already. Right now. That's where we're going to be living. That's where we're going to be living already. (laughs) Okay. What are you absolutely not hot for in the culture? Okay. This one was a little tricky for me, but I've decided to say that I'm not hot for office politics. Oh, please, please explain office politics. It's a big ask, Hal. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm new to the corporate world. Yeah. And how's it been? An existential crisis every moment of every day. And also pretty Tell fun. Tell the people. Tell the people. And also pretty fun. <laughs> it's a confusing, <laughs> confusing topic. Um, yeah, I just think it's interesting how there's so much going on behind the scenes all the time. And everything you say is like whispered behind another back. And then everything somebody else says is whispered to you. And mm. that impacts how it all builds. And then you're still just working together every day. Yeah. Just like a disjointed experience from everything I've had before. Yeah. Gossip and politics kind of meld into one nasty soup when you're in the corporate world. Yeah, it feels quite unsafe. How is it different from what you did before? Like, how does it feel? How does it feel different? Well, I've worked in service industry and like small business where it feels a little bit less like false. Like you get to just show up and be yourself and you can like have dislikes and opinions and your coworkers often and me being lucky. My bosses have like held space for that in the past, whereas like now it feels very like either you feel this way or you don't. And if you don't, you don't speak about it. Like you like have like a falsehood of like joy to be in the room. Hmm. Like about, I'm just curious about this because is it about something that's going on specifically within your office that they want you to have a similar mindset or is it like. It's like the Kool-Aid. It's a, it's a corporate Kool-Aid. And if you're not in it and you're not drinking it, then like you're going to be ostracized. Yeah. Period. 100%. Yeah, I've experienced that. I've left jobs for that exact reason. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I hope none of my coworkers listen to this podcast. <laughs> they just might. They just might. And if they do, that's that's okay. 
these opinions are allowed to be had. You're allowed to not want to drink the Kool-Aid. So you love houses. You don't love um, corporate politics. Anything else you'd like to add to the, to the podcast today? Yeah, I've got another thing that I'm really hot for. Okay, let's hear it. That Haley really likes to make fun of me for, so this will be fun. Okay, is it me? <laughs> yeah, but no, that's not it. I'm really, really having a moment in my life where Instagram is sending me the funniest, like, oh. <laughs> the funniest videos. And I feel like this is like bringing me back to home videos era. The yeah. dog is screaming. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Our do- Barbados is in the background screaming, but ignore it. But can you confirm? That's something I'm very hot yeah, for. It's right like now. Michaela has just discovered a funny video. It's like it's a new culture to her, but it's the same kind of culture that's been around like yeah, since. It's nothing um, special. It's not. It's like literally America's funniest home videos style, like prank videos or like someone tripping and falling. And Michaela <laughs> will be hunched over on the couch, crying and weeping. Let me tell you a story. The other day, no, I'm no. walking the dog and I see Michaela's car parked on the street. <laughs> I don't know that she's home yet because I'm. I assume she's still driving home. I'm walking the dog i see her car i see i'm like oh that's weird she's not home walk up closely and i'm like oh god she's in the car she's got her hand over her eyes her hair is like in front of her face so i can't see and she's shaking so i'm like oh shit she's crying what's going on and i tap on the window and she looks up and she's hysterically laughing and i see her phone in her hand and it's just like some woman doing god knows what and i'm just like oh she's (laughs) this happened again a video has completely pulled the spine out of you you know i found my really like innocent joyful corner of the internet and i'm gonna stay there (laughs) yeah i mean it's bringing you a lot of happiness and that's all we want from the internet right 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 Haley. (laughs) (laughs) this has been a fantastic first appearance for you on the pod yeah thanks for having me on not the last I'll believe it when I see it. We'll see about that. All right. All right. Bye, podcast. Bye. Thank you. I love you. Love you too, baby. Okay. Well, folks, you heard it here first. That is my mom, my dad, my girlfriend, Michaela, and my brother's girlfriend, Alyssa. My brother didn't want to do it, and I didn't want to bully him into it, which is a thing I have done my whole life with him, so we let him have a pass on participating, but I can imagine that he would probably say he's hot for me leaving him alone, and he's not for doing podcasts. That that would be my summarization on what my brother is into at the moment. Um... I wanted to do a quick like fact check on some of the things that we talked about in those interviews so that you can look them up if you're interested. So when I was speaking to Alyssa, we talked about a lot of documentaries. I wanted to come through and drop those. The one that was talk- we were talking about the algorithm and social media effects on mental health is The Social Dilemma on Netflix. came out a couple years ago. Really good. If you're going to watch it, buckle up. It's going to make you question your choices. <laughs> It's going to make you do some reflecting. It's going to freak you out. But I think it's something that we should all watch. And every kid should watch. Or like every parent with kids who has a cell phone should watch. We should all be thinking about it a little bit more. um, Because it's a crazy thing we're doing every day. And we're just so used to it that we don't stop and think twice. So yeah, that's the social dilemma. The, uh, The podcast that I referenced was called 
Rabbit Hole by New York Times. Incredible podcast, both in the content and the way it's um, produced and structured. It really, really captures the story of the internet and social media's algorithms have radicalized people in all different ways. And it starts through the story of a guy who, you know, finds his escape on the internet because he has social anxiety and is socially awkward and yada yada. Like he finds escape and comfort through YouTube videos. And then it shows how that has, it zooms all the way to like his life and other people like him's lives in the future and how they are, you know, either part of QAnon or part of radicalized military groups or, you know, evangelical thinkers. It's really, really interesting and it just shows you the internet can catch any of us if we're not careful. So that's rabbit hole. Um, Alyssa spoke about the Victoria's Secret documentary. That's called Victoria's Secret Angels and Demons. That's on Hulu. And uh, Michaela spoke about the Instagram account. Yes, at Cheap Old Houses on Instagram. Yeah. So that was it. Thank you guys for listening. I hope you all had a good holiday and we're going to get right back to your regular scheduled programming going forward with hot Kant. And I can't wait to see you at the next one. Okay. Thankful to everybody who listens. Truly. This has been a fun, this has been a fun one. Thank you. And talk to you later. Toodaloo. Peace out. Sayonara. See you next week. Sorry. See you in two weeks. XOXO.